Hello, hello. Hello, what's going on? This is the Wire to Wire podcast on Wire to Wire Sports. Today, September 11, 2018, we're coming to you live. What's going on? This is my boy, Demarco Motri, with my co-host, Maurice Boykin, who like a plastic bag, you see through you. What's going on, man? Talk <laughs> to the people, man. What's going on? Oh, man. He already gave me the fire intro. I'm going to follow that up. But first no, off, I want to say, uh, you know, my thoughts are with 9-11 at this time and this day because, you know, I, even though I wasn't necessarily uh, that old to remember a lot of it. Right, like conscious of what was going on. Um, it's still something that to, just to think about, I couldn't imagine if that happened today. So um, that happened to someone today, I don't know how many years ago. So um, definitely, um, you know, Got some condolences there, but uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it shows that America has the potential in our darkest times to come out with some beautiful moments and come together as one people, as one America. So hopefully that kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that so that kind of lets all us right. kind of see what we can do when we all put our minds to it. So hopefully that gives us kind of like a like a blueprint or like a guide or like it for the future of how we can work together and kind of unify like we once did in the past. But anyway. <laughs> Get well, like, contrary uh, to that, we out. are a sports podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's get to talk about sports. Yeah. The people came here to talk about sports, so let's get it. Um, the NFL season, it's back. I'm excited for it. It's crazy. Um, I loved it. I missed it. I soaked in it. I I took a bath <laughs> in the NFL, and it was great. It's, Pause. It's a it's a holiday, man. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a holiday for real, for real, man. Like, two guys being – Southern born from the South. Football is just something that's just been ingrained in our DNA since we yeah. were born. So, and, and that's something that we I mean, a lot of it talk, you know, about. comes from such a dry period before. So, this is a definite yeah, boost. The anticipation. It's like, okay, and it's also a signal of a, of a time changing because, you know, weather will start changing soon as well. So, can't wait to get into that later on. But, uh, you know, right now, there are some takeaways that. I definitely noticed from week one that stood out. Yeah, what are your week one takeaways, man? Like, I, it, it was so much that was helping on. While while the season was going on, while the games were commencing on Sunday, I was I was out of the country. I was in Toronto. I was still on a little vacation. So, I got to catch most of the games. You know how to run that. You had to, uh, the Wi-Fi was lit, so to speak, over there in Toronto to watch the games. But, um, but, yeah, what were some of your week one takeaways? Like, what were some of the things that, like, peaked out to you? There were a couple of First things. First thing I noticed, to kick us off. Um, just for every team – was that they were not as prepared as, you know, a, a seasoned team would be. And maybe this year more than all of them, I guess because they play a lot less preseason as they learn more about health. Um, mm. I noticed a drop-off in preparation for not just, you know, one team in particular, but just the rhythm wasn't there. And yeah, you know it just I mean? seemed like everybody was playing like preseason game five, yeah. which was like everybody wasn't firing on full cylinders. Which I mean, it's week one, and you know, a lot of teams aren't like at full. And power you really right notice that, but in busted coverages, which happens all year. But like my team, the Saints, uh, we had so many just bad defensive moments that for a team with all that talent, I'm telling you, that team has talent. On defense, not just offense, on defense, like really, really good defensive talent to allow 48 right, points to Fitzmagic. Magic. You know, what that says is 
one, you had no preparation because you had no idea what was coming at you. I'm talking about they were bombing like Hiroshima. Like it was it was literally coming out the air. Like it, they were all over the place with the football. Right. No, it was crazy. Like my team, the Chargers, too. Like it was very interesting to see like special teams, which has been a weakness of ours for years. It's still a weakness. <laughs> it was a very glaring one. The defense had holes in it. Joey Bosa has been hurt. That kind of and Chargers are too. another talented team, just like the Saints. So to see those teams lay eggs, so to speak, um, in week one. Yeah, both the teams matches came out very flat. Their, and then they picked it up trend, in the second though. half. Because right, the Saints right, have lost right. five straight season openers. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell you the last time the Chargers <laughs> won a season opener. We always lose in some type of dramatic goofball fashion. Yeah, so. which, you know, which almost brings to, you know, the next point, the, radio, the Khalil Mack show – versus Aaron Rodgers and the Packers was great. Yeah, sun, Sunday night yes. television. That was primetime TV. Like, that was, that was the game to watch if you were watching football. It made Sunday. Raiders fans pissed. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, because it was kind of like you just gave a once-in-every-generation player to – I mean, it, granted, they're not in the conference, so you won't have to see him or anything like that. But still, though, to give away – to let a talent like that walk. I know the price tag was expensive. I know but you, but money, you don't get that but... every day. You know, he basically, like, if the Bears had won that game, Khalil Mack would have been an MVP, right? Very easily. Very, 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 very easily, right? And if, mm-hmm. to be on defense and have that kind of impact on a game where they will basically put all the rules against you and so you, you still have the impact where you damn near win it, then you can't buy that with two first-round picks. You can't you buy can. that with a, with another – couple years of rebuild that's once in a mm. that's once in a you know what i mean that's not once in a couple drafts right that's once in, in a in his prime years, or not even you know, really entering his i don't prime know yet. any last time i've seen a defensive end as versatile but as dominant as khalil mack you know von miller i like right. a lot but i don't know if von miller is as strong as khalil mack is you know what I mean? Yeah, Mac. You could put him yeah. in a linebacker position. You could put him in that that sound position. You could put him. And on he's gonna, line. yeah, he could do, do a lot, lot with him. And I think he's, you know, scratching his surface of 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 prime. So we'll see um, how that works out. But Aaron Rodgers got hurt a little bit in the game, hurt his leg. Went went to the tent, yeah, came back, you know, doped up. Seemed like. Uh, <laughs> you know, ready to go. <laughs> I don't know what they gave him, man, because he, he got carted off, man. And usually when you get carted off the field, you don't come back like that. Like, it, it was really weird to see him come back. I thought he was done. Me too. The game, Especially the for the out, first so. game, you would think they want to save him. But, you know, something like that, division game, you want to get those wins because they actually matter for tiebreaker situations. So, um, definitely, they gave him too much time, the Bears. They were playing great, yeah, which great defense for the first half. Second half rolls in, Aaron Rodgers starts to, to to eat. You know, he starts to beat Aaron Rodgers, and the Bears' offense doesn't do much responding. You know, they look like they were able to move the ball more this year, which is good, but they still have yet to hit their chemistry. So once Allen Robinson and Trubisky get more in tune, uh, I think that'll be nice for them. And, you know, when Anthony Miller, their rookie receiver, once he gets more in tune, that would be nice for him. But – and then when Snaggy, yeah, for Kevin White yeah too, they have a lot Kevin, of new pieces on offense. They have to get used to, whereas the defense is coming at you, uh, you know, full force. They got the same DC They're They know what they're doing there, but they really got robbed of a win. Um, 
in terms of the public eye, just because it seems like Aaron Rodgers came and took it from him. But it was a good game. It was some, something to be yeah, encouraged, kind of sort of how Cleveland should feel. Even though they didn't win, they should feel like, all right, you know, we're right there with them, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, moral victories are for minor league coaches, <laughs> but I, but I feel like in this video, in this situation, this game, it was definitely was a good because Chicago has been getting worked by Green Bay for the last right. couple and of years. Right, and when was the last so time Cleveland beat anybody? Be so you know they feel good about that, you know. So <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. No, no, precisely. So it was very, it was very interesting to see this whole dynamic. Then the Bears. I told my grand, my grandpa's a big Bears fan. I told him when they when they got Khalil back that the monsters of the Midway were back. Pairing him up. When, when they got Klimak, I told you that the Monster Men were back, and you said they may not have been, and you recently have changed your opinion to like the Bears. But a week ago, it was no, different. No, no, no. When we had that conversation, it was it was before we had it was before they had Klimak. Oh, no, it wasn't. Well, Impossible. We, we, we talked about it. Yeah, because we were talking about the trade, and we, and we said that two first round picks. I said, well, yeah. I, I was I was never down to their defense. I was more on the okay. offensive side of them. Really. Gotcha. I was and do you still really... doubt that offensive side, or do you need more to see? I, I never was really that big of a fan of Trubisky. Like, How about I, now, I never though, really. I never. I'm saying. How about now? I I still I still don't like <laughs> them that much as like your franchise quarterback going into it. I mean, I like what they did around. I mean, I'm not saying that he can't succeed yeah, okay. at the pro gotcha. level. I feel like when you have a competent coach who doesn't make him have to do too much and you put some weapons and a line behind him, yeah, I feel like a lot okay. of people can succeed in that situation. Me too. And, and that, but, is good, um, that is a good situation for any quarterback because you want to you put right. your quarterback around a situation where he doesn't have to be a Superman to win to where he can be his peak, but there are also players around him at their peaks, so you get a peak offense as opposed to right. Matthew Stafford's situation where it looks terrible, you know, it looks terrible yeah. in Detroit. And I'm telling you something right now. Matty Stafford's a good quarterback, but he looked just – He looked bleh, He looked far like, from Aaron Rodgers. Like, Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks to where – see, and then that's the difference between a quarterback like – well, I'm not going to go ahead but, and say But, but see, is, my but, point was you don't put the talent around the quarterback, and no matter how good the quarterback is, it ain't going to add up. You know what I mean? Because right, football right. just takes too many people to win. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you know, some of the most consistent winners, you know, Tom Brady, Big Ben, you know, uh, Drew Brees. Right. And, and recent years, those, those quarterbacks of, win uh, when they have the support cast. Like last year, Drew Brees won because we started to, you know, build around them and, and, it, and it started to actually right. hit. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Bears are building around them and it's starting to hit. Whereas Lions been doing this forever and it never hit. The Browns been doing it forever and it doesn't hit. So no matter how much you miss on the quarterback or you hit on the quarterback, you got to build a football team that goes both both ways, solid all the way around. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. It also helps when you do have those veteran quarterbacks like you listed, the Aaron Rodgers, the Big Bens, the Drew Breeses. Those guys, when they get in those, like, their advanced ages that they are, Tom Brady as well, mm-hmm. too, they help their experience and also their talent level. It kind of helps teams in that roster building to where they can kind of cover up some of the homes, some of the holes and deficiencies that they may have. Like, I mean, there's I, a like Aaron Rodgers. veteran quarterback, like, for the for the Cowboys, they did not look good, you know. Like so, you right, know what I mean. Right, but his right, surrounding cast right. isn't, isn't good either. So even like it just right. adds on to the point that we're making. It's just you gotta have a cast around your offense. You can't you, you can't just yeah man. think that you know you're gonna just put a good quarterback out there and 
hopefully we'll go with another piece and he'll just make it happen for you. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how Aaron Rodgers was getting all those throws off. This man oh, was not putting any type of weight into – well, I, I know how, <laughs> but it was just amazing to watch. Oh, yeah. How, like, he barely was even lifting his leg and was still firing off. Aaron Rodgers reminds me of the LeBron factor where he's a – like just the greatest thing you can watch on the on the field of the court and you see a greatness so often that you just expect it from him. Like like I don't expect any other quarterback to do that. But no, no, no. I'll be the first I one to admit that like I definitely like once they got the uh, ball back, I was like, they're gonna score. I expect it. You know what I mean? Anybody else in that situation, win or lose, you know, is is is, is potatoes to the, the game. Mm-hmm. But when, when Aaron Rodgers in that deal, you just expect Aaron Rodgers to come out victorious, and he does. This time on one leg. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is the truth. I definitely will, I will admit I'm definitely one of those people that kind of hold their nuts on Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Not because of the talent level, but only because people be so uh, quick to crown him. But I'm like, wait, this man, this, I was like, wait. As far as, like, the Tom Brady and Rodgers debate goes, we're going to see this year. I still feel like Tom Brady's still – They got number crunchers right now. who go Tom Brady. Look at all these – look at all these championships. Look at all these yeah. – and then there's the eye test. What – have you ever seen like no, this? No, 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 And then you're like – And Rodgers is definitely the more talented quarterback. <laughs> he definitely is the more talented quarterback. But I feel like the number one ability in the NFL is availability. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers has not been Boom, there for roasted. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, I, I give but you no, that because no, 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 that's your rationale. And you know what? I'm going to give it to you because Aaron Rodgers does get hurt. He just got hurt. He might get hurt again. You see what I'm saying? Right. That is my only critique. Yeah. But he also now. is so much more Healthy. mobile that he extends more plays. And But mm-hmm. but honestly, the the frequency of it, of the injuries, lend to more the player than the play style at this point, you know? Yeah. Because he's not really That's taking off like that. You know what I mean? So, um I mean, they basically changed the whole NFL rule for Aaron Rodgers. So because his collarbone gets shattered at pretty much oh, every season, and that so rule sucks. That rule Have you seen it? Like the little <laughs> fall on yeah. the quarterback thing, you can't do it. Yeah, you cannot. What fall is on the that? Yeah, I, mean, I don't understand how you're supposed to get that's a sack. The, you that's can't the fall Aaron Rodgers rule. That that's basically the Aaron Rodgers rule because I've seen so and the Tony Romo rule. I've seen so many so times when those when, big 300 pound offensive linemen run into him, they're shattered. Their collarbones shattered because all that weight. On top that's of true, you, but and who else are you? But the thing is. Sometimes you're playing football, you know what I mean? Sh- like, right, right. <laughs> that man is big, and he fell on you, right? Because you're playing football, and that's his whole job is to do that. Now, if he no, just bombs you for 40, 50 yards because uh, he just had more space and you were unable to rush him, then I hate it. They'd be like, you know what's going on? The guy, the guy can't rush him. What, what, what am I watching? Well, that's what we're trying to get ready to set up. No, 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 precisely. If if they keep going, you're going to set up an NFL where you can't rush the quarterback because who's going to trust the defender to get a 15 yard pill time to get a sack? That that negates the whole purpose. And who on defense is going to have the nimbleness and the split second thinking to go, all right, I'm getting a sack. I got to be as vicious as possible for my defense, but also I can't land full body on them and I can't put my head on them. So how am I going to get him on the ground and make sure he doesn't go down? If you got Big Ben or Cam, you're sacking. Like, if you're trying to throw down Case Keenum, yeah. okay, gotcha, avoid it. But if you're trying to tackle Big Ben and Cam, you know, you might, you're going to have to bring him down with your whole body weight. You're going to have to do it. Right. So, no, so precisely. Then, you, then, then what? Do you not protect the bigger quarterbacks? Do you say, well, he had to use his whole body weight, so we're not going to call the flag? You know what I mean? Mm. You just opened up a real can of worms 
for bad yeah. officiating and why. Yeah, no, I, I, I get the I get the league's think behind it. I mean I don't. I'm always gonna side. I'm always gonna side with a defensive player on any type of rules like this because I feel like the offense. Yeah, they get all, they get a, they get enough so help. They, you know, how about yeah, they, they already the defense? get enough yeah, help. We don't. We don't I, be on offense side. They got the whole world on their side. <laughs> I, I I get it. I get it from a pure business standpoint because nobody wants to watch the NFL when Aaron Rodgers gets. But who wants to watch NFL football. now with all the flags? Like people, people aren't gonna play no matter what. So I feel like they did an okay job with the flags this week one. I feel like they did a. I think they did a fairly good job. On the, I, I feel like they're going to get as the season goes on. They're going to get better. Is that the head rule? I get role. you know because I, I, I want yeah. my kid to one day play football if possible. And if they get this head thing mm-hmm. fixed by the time, uh, you know, that he he's older mm-hmm. and he can tackle a lot safer, then that'd be great. You know what I mean? But this ain't. But no, falling on a quarterback not the same thing as tackling somebody and losing your head to do it. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, I'm saying. It's just it's one so, of those adjustments. It's so fugazi that it's making the whole thing look bad because it, now it it's like yeah, it's it, blatant. At first, it's like, all right, we gotta make sure you got the head CTE. Now it's like we gotta protect the quarterback. That's all it is. That, that's what you got to. That's I mean, yeah. but that's 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 always been their mode. That's always been the NFL's mantra. That's always been Roger Goodell's first priority for these owners. These owners are like, look, bro, I don't know, right. I don't know what to tell yeah. you, but you gotta protect my quarterback. You gotta protect my quarterback. <laughs> Like the owner of the Packers is like, bro, you gotta make sure Aaron Rodgers can play because nobody, like, nobody's trying to watch the Packers where Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Nobody's trying to see Tom Brady get hurt. Nobody wants to see Drew Brees get hurt. Nobody wants to see any of these top quarterbacks get hurt because they're the money makers. They bring the people and they put butts in the stadium. So I get it from a business standpoint. I don't like the rule too much. I mean, I get it though because I mean, obviously, if you're a 300 pound defensive lineman, you run full weight on top of somebody, you're gonna break their bones, but. It's just one of those things that, like, you got to just take with a grain of salt, and then they got to take Justin too. But uh, it, it is but what do you do too, too much? Like when you draft and and when you shot guys on defense, do you account for that new flag, and are you more passive, or do you still tell your defense to pin your ears back, and whatever happens happens? I mean, I'm, I would, I would like, if I'm a coach, I'm telling my guys to keep pinning their ears back. You, it, it's just going to have to come down to the coaches. Okay, look, guys. This is the new rule. This is gonna have to. This is gonna how you're gonna have to tackle. Otherwise, we're not gonna be able to win football games. And this is what we're gonna have to do. And that just comes down. And this I mean, will be decided like situationally in the big game, right? When it comes down to it, somebody's gonna get a sack, right? And it's gonna be on a big enough mm-hmm. stage where right now it happened in week one, and no games are That's decided based. A off very it. good point. So nobody's. Everybody's like, oh, this league kind of sucks, mumbling. But it hasn't actually been a headline yet. League mm-hmm. game costs because of call. So when that happens, and I'm saying when, not if, when that mm-hmm. happens, the league will take a, a a deeper look into it. Now that's a definitely a very good point. Um, yeah, it's gonna suck in a big game situation where somebody gets a clutch sack, but they run into the quarterback. I mean, it's just the rule. I mean, they, they're gonna have all. I mean, it definitely that would suck if that situation were to occur, which it very well possibly do that. I just feel like you had all the regular season to get that kind of accounted for and and taken care of fundamentally. It's just gonna come down to coaching. Coaches are gonna have to actually just coach. Speaking it up. of coaching, a, uh, a lot of fire on Jason Garrett. I, I think he deserves it, bro. The, the bro, the, the the Cowboys are. I don't even know why we're like they. Uh, they somebody's got to strip away that American <laughs> team title from them. Somebody's got to take it from them. Like they're they're they haven't been relevant since 
who knows how win. Like before, I was. I mean, they were relevant a couple years ago. Going. They went like fourteen and two or something like that. I mean, they were good, and they just they just let their team be dry. I mean, you're America's team, but that team is dry, man. I'm talking about Dak Prescott, average or slightly above average. Zeke, a total. I'm already on the record, like wide receivers. I was talking about. I can legitimately who? throw the wide receivers in a desert and gonna stay in desert. Nobody dripping sauce over there, bro. I'm telling you, nobody, no, nobody, nobody like, catching nothing. Jason Witten gone. I don't know who. I don't know what they got going on. They had eight points for a whole ball game. And did you see Des Bryant trolling? Oh, he's trolling. He got caught with a burner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see oh, the yeah, burner. he got caught with a burner, burner. KD oh. style. I guess your boy oh, was wow. looking better he's, on it. He's yeah. athletes and they burn this. Mm-hmm. Man, like, it was just funny when they when they had, they had Scott Linehan, their offensive coordinator, when he was uh, declining to make any comments. He had the little crying, laughing emotions. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he, that was public. Yeah, he, he got caught because what he did was he said something like, uh, somebody has said, see, the the players trusted Dez more than um, – no, Dez has said the players trusted me more than the coaches. And then he had uh, quoted his own, you know, his own retweet and said something like, I know that's right or something like that. And it was, it was clearly oh, from wow. a third person and not from, uh, and not from his own perspective. So that's how he got, that's how he got caught for. But it's just funny that, you know, everybody was on KD so bad for that first and everybody does it now, <laughs> of course, but you know, it's just whatever. Um, the Cowboys stink. Uh, at least right yeah, now they, they might get better. They're, they're, they got a great. I mean, the old line didn't look that good this um, versus the Panthers. That's that's something that we know now right. is they are win or move, move the ball or don't move the ball based off O line and Zeke looks like solely because I don't think Dak Prescott moving it by himself. I, I, I watched him. Carolina dared them He's to throw not, it. Like, he just didn't make the one on ones. No, no, no. He doesn't have the wide receiver talent to do that, nor does he have the real the arm accuracy to really get the ball. And I in think there he might be accurate. Be, I think he might be slow on reads. That 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 to either either or he's mm. just not getting the job done. Honestly, I've I've been on the record to say as long as Sean Garrett is the head coach, they're not doing a thing. Okay. I agree with you because like, he, is, he is he he is to me eight and eight on a platter. No, 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 no. He's he's not a leader of men. Like there's a lot of dudes who are really good coordinators is a lot of like North Turner was a good example like when he was like he's a very good offensive coordinator he's a very good coach like he's a very good teacher but it's just the difference between being a, a lot of Bill Belichick's coach, head co- disciples are like that and that will lead right. into he, this you know the new coaches did not look good Matt Patricia especially didn't look good you know uh they were 0-7 all the new coaches 0-7 on their debuts um yeah, for those of you that don't know who all got new coaches in the offseason, it included the Tennessee Titans, the Detroit Lions, the Arizona Cardinals, the Indianapolis Colts, the Chicago Bears, the Oakland Raiders, well, the later Vegas Raiders, and then the, the New York Giants. Those all teams that got new coaches, they all went 0-7 and lost to week one. That's I mean, pretty good to isn't me, though. It's a huge and, and deal. Loss. They yeah. look, no, no, no. no, no. Yeah, it, it's not a really a big deal, but, you know, it's just something yeah. to bring out that, like, all those coaches had like a rough start, but this should the be biggest deal was the, the the Lions because they actually had a little story afterwards that said that they were uh, the players were upset about the work conditions, like how much they had to labor and then to not win. They felt like 
you know, they got to get that situated. They weren't they they weren't happy with Matt Patricia on that, but he did. He just. I mean, I mean it, it, that, that that game just seemed like you know the Jets were just way more turned up. The Jets knew way more about that offense than the I mean, Lions yeah, knew about I was the like, defense. Basically, the Jets yeah. knew every single thing the Lions were going to throw at them. Evidently, like all. I the, mean, they had so many picks that Jamal at some Adams, point you're like, all right, because yeah. yeah, Jamal Adams was saying that like even like as soon as he stepped up and saw the uh, formations, he already knew what play they were going to go to for whatever. <laughs> which is not it was, good. It was crazy, but which is but not the good. The Lions like, never did get balanced, but so that's. You know what I mean? So I'm not surprised. You know, when you, I'm pretty sure most of those times you're thinking, okay, they're gonna throw it. You know, so it's the Lions. They're gonna probably right. throw it, and then from there it's all right. Are they gonna, you know, do this or that? You can narrow down, you know, half of the plays just off, just off of that. You know, are they gonna throw it or run it? Or they're probably gonna throw it. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's a, you know what I mean? And go from there. It's a lot of extreme takes. Only week one, either a lot of teams are really, really good, or really, either people are really high on you or really down on you, or like it, it, it's really not a lot of in between that week one because there's only but so many films. Either you performed well or you didn't at all. But out of these seven teams, I do feel like the Giants have the best opportunity to be a 500 above club, if not make it to the playoffs. I think they actually have Raiders a lot of talent. Like you said, who said you said the Raiders. Uh-huh. Uh, it, yeah, they they play the Rams so tough, bro. Like they play the Rams so tough. No, they definitely. They, definitely they just need did. to play a scrub did. so they can get some confidence. Um, because we'll John see, Gruden, he has this this real opposite weekend of Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack had a great weekend, mm-hmm. right? And even though he lost, John Gruden has not so good of a weekend. You get you get beat, you know, by the Rams and. You don't really look good for trading Khalil Mack because you could have used them. Like you could really, really use them. Um, right. So they I need like to the win. Kind of shot their load quickly, and they won. play Denver next, so that's not going to be so easy either. But something mm-hmm. has to shake for them, or that team's going to tank because that they have a lot of. I would say uh, they have a lot of veterans, also veterans that I feel like. You know, if are losing, don't have the interest to just play hard just to play. You know what I mean? If they're losing, you know they're not going to be as hungry as like a young guy who's losing, who's who's fighting for a roster spot or fighting for just to get better. So right. that means that I think the Raiders kind really of shot their load a little bit too fast. early. That's that. That's what that means. Is that at some point, if they stop playing hard, it's going to be over. Yeah, no, no. That, that, that's, that's, that's what I think too. I think they, I think the Ra- I, it, the Raiders could be a five hundred buck club. I think they kind of shot their wad a little bit too early. I think they used all their energy, not all their energy, but I feel like they used a lot of their like, who robbed? We got John Gruden. We're going to Vegas. I feel like they used a lot of their like energy. They on, never like, capitalized on top of four. Like, did they just never capitalize off that? And they end up. It was just never any consistency. Derek Carr like got in that hurt. organization, just just... Him, I think that's why. That's what happened. Now I remember. Yeah, Derek Carr got hurt, and he never came back as the elite quarterback that he left as yet. So we'll see. Um, I think the organization as a whole just isn't consistent. Oh, of course not. Another, there's, there's not. There's not a. There hasn't been a lot of consistency, especially with after. Um, Al Davis passed away. I felt like as far as even like from the top ownership hasn't really been, it's been more consistent as of late, but recently in recent history hasn't been um, a lot of new coaches, excuse me, coordinators, 
players even, like strategies. I think the Oakland Raiders, I think they're definitely – I think they're a couple years away from being an actual, like, contender. I think once they get – I think once they get to Vegas and kind of get their uh, feet wet in there and that whole new place and they get adjusted, I think that's when you'll start to see the Raiders yeah. – um, and the good thing is, is that they gave John Gruden time. So he didn't have to worry about job security yeah. or anything like that. He got 10 so, years. So, I you mean, they, got, they gave him 10 years. So he's got time to figure but it I'll out. But I'll tell you what he like, gave I, up. I hope they're uh, pick six and a red zone ship sack. Yeah. I mean, there's it's just hope. I mean, hopefully, I mean, if the Bears aren't that good this season, which their defense should be pretty good, but if their offense doesn't kind of balance it out and then end up not being that good, those are two pretty. It'll be two pretty decent level, maybe two like two mid to early first round picks. The the worse the Bears are, the better this trade ends up being for the Raiders. Hopefully, in the Raiders scenario, that the Bears don't do that well and those first round picks do end up being a little bit higher and they hit. And also, not only that, you have to be higher, they also have to hit on those picks. Oh. So, if they can knock down those um, two picks that they got and then that third round pick as well, too, they can um, get this franchise going once they get to uh, Vegas. The Lions, I think they're out of it. They're, they look pretty horrible, but who knows? Matt Patricia, I think... I, but the thing about um, New England specifically when he was their defensive coordinator, they did have a lot of games early in the season where they did get blown out. Recent memory last year, opener yeah. Chiefs went in there. and I mean, I, I, it's not the first time that we've seen new, uh, like Pat, uh, Matt Patricia coach defense get like blown out, but he's usually met a Yeah, but this later was in the later team, goes on. not even defense. This whole team looked flat. So we'll see. Because right. if it was yeah. just a defense that came out and got 48 put on him, but he probably had a couple picks, sixes, or something like that. Like, it was bad. Like, but they had, like, mm. a kick return touchdown. It was one pick six, and then one kick return. I mean, I mean, one power return. So, you know, they they scored a lot of different ways. It was a team effort. It just looked pretty off. Uh, the Titans, if, if Mariota – can stay healthy. I still feel like Mariota is a really good quarterback in this league if he can just stay healthy. I feel like his legs. They run that in high school offense. An asset. And, <laughs> and Tennessee, and it limits, you know, what you can do as a quarterback because now right. you have a system that you have based off of as opposed to, you know, your own kind of free, free will, which uh-huh. kind of is what I saw in. In uh, in Washington, it seemed like Alex Smith had some control over that offense. Like, he really commanded that offense early on. Like, mm. I was really proud of Alex Smith, and I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't see that from from the latter. Uh, yeah, I um, yeah, new head coach um, Mike Vrabel's in there, so I'm pretty sure that he instilled some of the things that he wanted to install in there. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to take a little time. I do like Deion Lewis. He looked mm-hmm. really nice. That was a good pickup for them. They got to get um, some uh, plays out there for receiver, too. They got to make sure. They got a bunch of slot receivers, and I'm not sure they have any number one. Yeah, Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee for a long time has not been hitting on Yeah, because Corey receivers. Davis, I, my, he has to show something. Yeah. He's, he's definitely got to show something this year. My, uh, my dad is actually a Tennessee Titans fan, so I've actually been playing a little bit closer attention to their wide receiver position. Um, Kendall Wright, who they drafted, that didn't he's work out. He was supposed to be one the of the Viking better ones. Now. Yeah, yeah. He, that's not working out too well. Um, Rashawn Matthew, he's, he's pretty He's not um, bad. Rashawn Matthew's not bad. Uh, yeah, they had someone, Taiwan yeah, Taylor, he went to the uh, – I think he left. 
Uh, but you know, we'll see with them. Um, Delaney just went down, so that's gonna hurt. We're gonna talk about yeah, that a little bit later in the show. Bad. That's definitely gonna that's definitely gonna hurt them. Um, the Cardinals, I think they're just kind of they're just a lot. Yeah, ugh, well. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not too many bright spots. I mean, uh, Christian Kirksey looked pretty good as far as running the ball. David Johnson looked like he was getting back to his former self. So, really interesting. Um, it's, it's, hopefully, the season doesn't go too rough for these new coaches. Hopefully, they kind of um, write the path and kind of figure out what they need to do to get their ball clubs in a good position to succeed. And a lot of the expectations for these new coaches aren't to make it to the playoffs or to beat 500, but just to – for these guys to buy in. If they can get their guys to buy in, which kind of Matt Patricia's having trouble with right now, but if you can get your guys to buy into your system, I think year one, that's just the main objective for each new coach as to get people to buy in, and then later you can figure out the talent and all that other good stuff. Yes, I agree. Especially for football. Yeah, now it's just one of those things that, like, consistency is going to be key for new coaches and then first-time quarterbacks, a lot of young quarterbacks on these different squads, so... It's going to be interesting to see. Speaking of new quarterbacks and new players, um, what were some of the first-year starters that you would like? Like, like not just rookies, but just first-year starters. I've got a lot of like the. Well, we only said first-year starters. Quotation marks because Peppa Holmes. We didn't want to leave him out. Yeah. he looks so good, man. For the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, man. man. I, 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 I watched. I watched the highlights and I watched some of the latter portion of that game, man. Mahomes, man. From since the beginning, as soon as they shipped off Alex Smith, I knew that Mahomes was going to be something that um, Andy Reid was going to pay extra attention that to. That offense sure he was looked like together. it was going to be hard to stop. Like it just looked like there was a lot of moving parts, a lot of athleticism and speed. Now, now that you have some tape on it, you can actually play some defense and you know prepare for it. But boy, does Mahomes going to hit every <laughs> single game that he plays? He's going to make a play. To Tyree Kill, but them as a yeah. go, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mahomes just has a cannon on yeah. his arm. Like he, the throws that he makes, that deep pass. Some of the throws that like a lot of other quarterbacks can't make deep, he can make it very accurately and can launch the ball down the field. He was getting the ball to Tyree Hill so effortlessly. But like, that I was just getting tired of seeing this man put up the deuces. So like, smooth. This man Tyree Hill was gone. Yeah, it's a very smooth offense. Kareem Hunt is back in the fold yeah. of things. He, he only had 49 Not yards, load like so he, he, but he had yeah. a load. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, that's just because, you know, you got to stop something if you're the yeah, Chargers. The, so. Yeah, the, I know specifically the Chargers. We were working a lot from last year on our run-stop defense. That was one thing that was a priority. So, I think that was gotcha. about one of the main focuses. But we'll see as the later yeah, progresses. You know, but Mahomes looks like a stud, though. I got him on. I think I got him on all my fantasy teams, if not um, uh, not most of them, because I think he's going to be really special. He's going to put up a lot of special numbers in, uh, in Kansas City. Especially with uh, Tyreek Hill and Hunt and, all the, and Kelsey, too, and all those different weapons that they have. It's going to be pretty special, that offense. Yes, sir. That's that's the only team in the AFC West that I fear for the Chargers. As far as like winning the division, the Chiefs will be the only team that I fear. Yeah, Broncos are pretty good. You know, I like them. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Sam Darnold, that a guy that I personally am not too high on. However, he did look. And really that's nice crazy on that you say that because you're going to be so wrong on that. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I hope so. I hope so. Be so but wrong on that, dude. For, for his sake, we're gonna we're gonna see. I'm not really I'm not really too high on him. There's some other quarterbacks that I like a little bit more. But say so he, I mean, he started off the game kind of rough with that pick. Six. But that was like like um, why would it, 
why would you call that for first play? Like what? Like yeah, it, it was you know? like it was just the Jets being the Jets. <laughs> but once it kind of settled down and got after that, he looked really, really good. I, yeah. Uh, I so the Jets for Sam Darnold's first play caused some uber aggressive play action with like a, a, a it was like a, a wheel route they're supposed to hit out the backfield. And Quandre Diggs, like, jumps it for a pick six real easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were just trying to be too cute. They were trying to be too cute with their new toy. I understand it. It was it was, it was a coach kind of just kind of show off with his new little toy that he got. But he, the kid looks good. He does look like he has some Todd promise. Bowles looks um, uh, better. <laughs> you know, he looked like a really, really good coach on, on that on Yeah, that shout day. out to Todd yeah. Bowles. Keep getting them checked, like, <laughs> too money. Yes, sir. Um, like, and, you know, their defense looked great. Jamal Adams and the, and the crew had a lot of picks so we'll see how they do do going yeah, it's forward. A, it's a it's it's a young team that seems to have bought into what Todd Bowles has installed and what he. Preaches. A lot of so them said that the culture how they progress. So typically, that's mm-hmm. what happens is you change the culture, and then you get momentum, and that's what they have right now with some momentum and some swag and some uh, some some culture vibes. So we'll see how they do. Um, you know, Sam Darnold should only get better. I promise, he should only get better. So um, it should be sky's limit for those guys. Uh, Saquon Barkley broke a really big one for a touchdown and kind of boosted him to over 100 yards. He's just a grown man out there. You know, he, he, looked, he looked like a real, you know, a real problem. You know what I mean? He's playing oh, Jacksonville, too. No, he's just too. a grown man. Like, in, uh, literally just a young boy fresh out of college. He's just doing work. Yeah, he's playing for the Giants. You know what I mean? He's he, he rolling into a situation of, 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 you know, you're not rolling in where you're playing, you know, in Cincinnati or you're playing – Somewhere where the 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 expectation is lower, substandard. In New York, right. you know, you got to play up because the media doesn't let you forget it. Especially a team that's been starving for a running back for oh, yeah. a while now. And he looks so – it just looks like it down. fits. It just looks so good. Like, the whole fit looks nice. I'm, I'm glad yeah. they drafted him. I'm so glad they didn't get Darnold. I, I'm glad they went ahead and got, I think, the like, the best player yeah. in – the first round, if not the I'm entire draft. I'm happy for Saquon that, you know, he didn't have to go to the Browns. He's able to do this. And, yeah, uh, that was going to be – that wasn't going to be an idea. He's situation. able to actually – I mean, he would have still put in work, but, yeah, I think having a veteran quarterback to help him out and then having Odell. And he also um, has an offensive coach. Sensational you know, talent. Smart. So, you know, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see how they do. They look like they can hold – their own with anybody like they play Jacksonville yeah and Jacksonville is tough yeah they got a tough draw against yeah. Jacksonville but Jacksonville's they're just tough they they, they played them yeah. very well they almost yeah. won that game Bortles too. you played... know he looked like poopy still but you know he he yeah he, he makes <laughs> enough plays to win the game you know I, I I give him that he makes enough plays to win the game but he does not make any more than that I gotta give a shout out to my boy Odell Mr. Lee, oh, welcome back, Odell. Uh, like, uh, you know, he had a lot of I believe. Yeah, no, a lot of people were saying that Jalen Ramsey was going to get in his ass with this matchup, but that man, and you know what? He, 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 he Funny, played his own. Know, he I did not hear Jalen Ramsey talking much his. after that game. And I like right. Jalen, but I didn't hear much after that one. And I feel like if it was opposite, if he had locked him up, he was talking hella, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think Odell made it a point to show, okay, guys, like these guys didn't pay me just because I, I I like dance and I like to catch one handed. I literally I do this wide receiver. Like I go. He's probably going to end up being the best wide receiver by the end of the year. Um, he very well could be. He does have the talent. Um, right now, I'd probably say Odell as far as ranking him. He's definitely top five receiver in the league right now. 
Um, the only people that I would put ahead of him is Antonio Brown, Julio. Um, three. For me, for me, Hopkins. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, I would put Hopkins three, and then am I forgetting somebody? No, you're not. You just added way too many people. Okay. You had three too many people <laughs> on your list. I, I would, I would listen to uh, Julio and AB. Hop, I like a lot. Hop. Is definitely right there, but he's definitely after Odell. Like definitely after. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see when the air is. I might have to put Tyreek Hill five to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Mike Thomas over, over Tyreek Hill. Oh, oh, excuse yeah. me, my bad, Mike Thomas. Hey, bro, don't <laughs> me, bro. number five, Mike Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. I like Mike Thomas. Now he got one eighty. I'll honestly, to be, I'm a, I'm a homer too. Now I will say five. I'll be either do a toss up, Keenan Allen or my boy Mike Thomas. Both of them, yeah. I like a lot. And our receiver is a position where you're gonna have a lot of guys that are in that tier of really, 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 really good. So you know that five spot, I don't you know too much want to argue because. It is up for grabs, um, but I would right, take right, Mike, Mike Thomas just because his ceiling. He only this only his third year in the league, man. Like, oh, he's gonna go crazy. So, yeah, he's Mike coming. Thomas, I, yeah. Got, I got him in a couple of my fantasy teams. He's definitely, he's definitely the truth. And he's he, gonna really, especially with Drew Brees. Defensively, uh, Denzel Ward looked nice. He had two picks, and he was guarding AB. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, he they threw him straight into the fire. <laughs> Cleveland was like, look, bro. You're our, you're our number one draft pick. You're the guy. They need to have Baker Mayfield as well. I'm telling you, Baker would have found a way to win that game, like or something. I don't know about that because I still I still like um, I still like them playing Tyrod. I still like them playing Tyrod. Yeah, bro. I, I still I mean, like yeah, them doing that. Like in terms of Say rookie, he's got plenty of time. He got plenty of time to go win the game. But Hugh Jackson doesn't though. He doesn't. But I mean. He he feels like Tarad gives him the best opportunity right now, so I I, yeah, I guess he's gonna yeah. roll with it until then. I, I, I think a like quarterback needs to be able to right throw. And, I mean, and I'm watching the game, and I'm I'm watching Tyrod miss a lot of throws. I'm like, dang, like hit that, you know what I'm saying? Hit that though, please, so y'all can win, mm-hmm. just so y'all can win. And I think a, I feel I feel I feel like a lot of that was due to Week One Russ. I I do like Tarad Taylor a lot. I think he's. I think he. I think he could. I mean, he he led that Bills team last year to the playoffs, which a lot of people would like, not be able to do. Did not think the Bills. Could, yeah, no. Yeah, other people just playoffs, simply would not be able to do that. You know, because look at the Bills now; they lost forty-seven to three with very similar roster. Right. So, um, you know, differences. Tyrod Taylor, you know, definitely biggest difference there. They they have to. I mean, when they, they have been, to put an island. When they bench yeah. Tyrod. You you saw the difference in that. Like he threw like five Sherrod. picks right after that, didn't he, or or something like that. Like he threw some crazy amount of picks um, right after he got yeah yeah Nate, Nate Peterman yeah Peterman yeah Nathan Peterman man he played he played the Chargers then that next week and threw five picks in the first half like it was it was just disgraceful. Um, I think so. I I like him. I think he's gonna be really silent. I think as the season progresses, gonna get better. And once he gets more chemistry with Landry and Gordon, who showed out. And got a touchdown in the last game. I think they're gonna be doing. I think I think it'll be really nice once they get all that together and situated. And the defense looks good. Miles Garrett looks like a man amongst boys. Oh, yeah. oh my he, he's a superstar. I can't. I can't wait to keep seeing him play. He, he looks very impressive. Yeah, Cleveland looks pretty good. I mean, they didn't lose. I mean, they did not lose the game. So I mean, it's already an improvement of last year. Already a better record than last year. Right. And, you know, they play the Steelers <laughs> so, who. You know, Le'Veon's still missing some time, but um, you know he he's got a little more fire on his ass because you know Connor played so well. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, 
But what's your um what's your what's your take on that? How do you feel about the I whole mean, at this point it's just now. like either he's gonna come or he's not. Um it's up to him because I, I get it either way. Uh you either save yourself for later because somebody's going to pay you or you come in and you make this money mm-hmm. for for these game checks. You know, that's now, your choice, you, you know. And so um two questions. So with so with the Steelers, if you're the Steelers organization Let's say Le'Veon comes back week. Let's he comes back next week, hypothetically. Um, what's your What's your game plan as far as like getting him? You're not playing until you at least practice for a week because I got Connor and he looks so good. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you, you just seen okay. Connor bust for you, and you you say so you're gonna let so, Le'Veon come in there and just take a spot after after all this Ding around. You know, yeah, at least practice for a week, bro. That's would be my policy. But Mike Tomlin's different. So, let, and him and, so let's say hypothetically he did. Yeah, oh, I was about to say, team. Mike Tomlin and Le'Veon know each other. And I trust Mike Tomlin's judgment. I think he'll play him whenever he deserves to play. Okay. I feel, I feel the same way. I feel like, yeah, I mean, besides like the practice situation, let's say like he does everything that he's required to do to play. I feel like, I feel like definitely Mike, Tom, uh, Mike Tomlin will play him. How many touches would you give him? Versus Connor, like how would you would you do it? Ah, uh, his would you well, give um, Le'Veon back the, his normal the thing workload? Is, like kind of fifty fifty, or at, at that point it becomes more like I'm not sure how much they're thinking about the future because you know you've already rammed to the ground so often that he doesn't even want to play now. That's the reason why he's not even playing because he's like, dude, if I come back, y'all can give me thirty carries, and I, I I'm in mm-hmm. a contract year, you know. So right, that's part of it. I really think that's part of it. So I will limit his carries because I want to show him good faith that I actually do look out for his long-term interest. I do want to pay you. I do want to extend your career. I do have Connor mm-hmm. here for that reason to help spell you. You know, he looked good, mm-hmm. but I want you to stay. So here are your carries. We're going to get Connor 15. I'm going to give you 18 to 20. You know what I mean? Right. You're going to be well-balanced at least for the first couple of weeks and then you know, you might take the chains off when it's time to win. Right. I feel like I would do this. I feel like I would do something pretty similar to that, too. I feel like with Le'Veon, um, I feel like, yeah, I definitely will spare him. I'm not, I don't want to run him into the ground, per se, especially in the regular season. Now, I will say that I would probably use Connor a little bit more than Le'Veon in the running game. However, I feel like Le'Veon has such an advantage in the passing game, and a lot of people don't bring up his passing, like his receiving ability. I feel like you could really line him um, out as a wide receiver and out of the backfield as well, too. The amount of receptions that he gets as well, yeah. too. I feel like that's that, that can save him from a lot of direct hits, him being able to be shifty and hide behind that's blocks true. and stuff like that. He, he gets some automatic space. Like that anyway. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, that is a good idea, especially because, you know, the Steelers offense is predicated on, you know, on versatility because they are able to do everything they can run, pass, and uh, and block. So they can almost do whatever they want when they when it comes to scoring the football as long as Big Ben's not pulling it over and as long as Le'Veon is at work. But right now, you know, that's not the case for him. We'll see how it goes. Uh, eventually, he will show up and uh, they'll be difficult to beat. And um, Now, if if you are Le'Veon, when are you coming back? Whenever I, whenever I'm running out of uh, patience to to be at home and not work, because if okay. it's up to me, I probably won't even come back to those guys. 
Cause why would I get? Why why would I come back and take all this punishment? And you guys are not even gonna be the one to pay me. I want you to trade me and let somebody else pay me and also use me. You know what I mean? I'm not mm. sure why they can't do that. You know, but they want to keep Le'Veon, so they have to work right. out the contract. So if I'm Le'Veon, is all right. Um, I think at this time he can't sign any more deals besides the franchise. I think. So I think he would add, yeah. he would have to do the franchise if he came. They, there's no more time that he could work out a new deal. So, and he's losing value on that on that franchise. Every he loses value on that mm. franchise, um, whether it be passive or direct, he's losing that mm-hmm. value. And so, the longer he waits the more he might as well just not come back. You know what I mean? So if you're going to do it, I would say come back around week three to four. Um, so you would come back week yeah. three to four? Um, yeah. Uh, me personally, I mean, I, I've said this but even before he officially announced he was going to get out. I feel like he wasn't going to play for the Steelers. I'm, if I'm, if I'm uh, Le'Veon Bell, I keep my original point. I feel like he does. I feel like he shouldn't come back until week ten, week eleven, only because the spare. By then, you might as well not come much. back. Though it's like, what are you doing? Like by then, like the whole league is like already like so hot and ready, and like by that, by, by week ten and eleven, like like it is intense and dramatic, and that locker room is going to yeah. be tight, man. You know what I mean? And you're gonna come in there. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm ready to play now. They're gonna they're, they're gonna welcome you with happy arms, and it's gonna be all good. But I, it's gonna I, be I, weird. You know what I mean? That's that's a long time. I mean, I I feel like I feel like Le'Veon's willing to embrace that the embrace that weirdness. I feel like if I like me personally speaking from Le'Veon, I can't speak for him, but if I was Le'Veon, I wouldn't mind that. Le'Veon. I mean, look, it's week ten. You still got 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. You still got about half the season left. You still got the playoffs. You're, you're, you're Le'Veon Bell, the best running back in the league. I feel like his talent level just – even though Connor is a great substitute for Le'Veon Bell as far as production, I feel like that Le'Veon, his, his, his ceiling and just his ability is just so not seen in this league before and just top shelf. I feel like even him coming in as late as that – after, because I mean, after a couple of games, I mean, honestly, he probably will be ready to go the first game, if not that second game. And I feel like his talent level will immediately bring a spark to the team. I mean, his teammates are. I mean, I mean, if I'm Le'Veon, really bugging boys. I mean, I'm only gonna play with y'all for a couple more weeks. He's in the playoffs, and I'm gonna get my check. So I mean, you ain't gotta like me to be for me to play with you. But I mean, y'all gotta understand that like I'm still a better player than James Conner. So. I mean, if y'all don't want to play, I mean, if, if y'all decide that I'm not as good as James Conner, that's perfectly fine. But I'm Le'Veon Bell. I'm no one better than him. I can catch the ball way better than him. I'm almost with AB as far as the receiving yards, and I'm my team in rushing. Like I'm not something that you could just replace. Yeah, he had a hundred point, get a hundred rush yard game, but he's also playing the Browns. We're gonna see how it goes. He's gonna. He's just a second year. Usually running backs, when they hit later in the season, they kind of hit that wall of like, wow, like this week eight, it's week nine. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hitting that second year wall. I'm kind of hitting that, not, not sophomore slump, but just kind of, I'm kind of hitting that wall. I think Le'Veon would be a great kind of like relief running back for them. So it just depends. I think they'll be, I think, I think they'll be, I, I, if I was him, I would just wait. Cause I mean, there's no reason to me coming back like earlier than that needs to get beat up a little bit more. But, I mean, I wouldn't blame him if he did want to come back a little bit earlier. I mean, that saves you a little bit of money off of, like, what you would be losing for like, skipping those games. 
and um, you you sent that message to the team. But I, week ten, I'd probably come back then. But who, who knows what he's gonna do? He's he, he's got people in his corner talking to him about what's the best situation. So we'll see. Um, surprises. Who who who's the, who's that team week one that just wow? I didn't think they were gonna be that good. I didn't think they were gonna be that. Tampa Bay. That's what they came came through and that's and, that's good one. That's and punched me in the face. I didn't see that coming. You know they they had the pieces like they they had the pieces, but we see it coming from Fitz Magic. That's 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 really what? it. The surprise is, wow, did he really put a forty eight in New Orleans? Yeah, surprise. Very impressive. Fitz Fitzpatrick always does this whenever he goes to a new team. When what what part he's of the been game there for a long time? Sit, like, when you when you were watching that game, what, what when did you say, okay, we might actually lose this game? When well, Mike Thomas fumbled. Quarter. In okay. the third yeah. quarter, we were down, I believe, 10, and he was, we were driving mm-hmm. in, in the third, and he fumbles. So they get it back, and, uh, you know, they score. Now we're down 17 in the fourth. A lot of fumbles. Actually, we were down too. 24 in the fourth and came back and, you know, cut it to eight. So, um, you know, we were, you know, it was tough, tough, tough game, fluke, fluke game. But there is, but they, nonetheless, they surprised me. I just didn't think they'd be able to put up 48 points, let alone, you know, it'd be pretty much all offense and they just, you know, roll in and, and, and bomb for 350 plus, you know, yard touchdowns. DJX had two of them. Mike, Mike Evans had some more. Um, you know, yeah, it was the Wolfram Scott's looked incredible. Like that looked like a great tandem, Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson. That looked like the tandem that they were hoping to get in Tampa Bay. We'll, so we'll that see. Looked, that was very... I don't think, I think that's even close to being sustainable, but we'll see. Me, I just think, look no, at no, it no, again, but that just looks like some fugazi stuff. But 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 I mean, I don't know. Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's done this time and time again with several different franchises. He always goes there as the backup, succeeds the starting role. Balls out, continuously balls out. Maybe makes it the playoffs. Gets the gets a hundred million dollar contract, and then can't play once he gets paid. He's done that to a couple of franchises. I, I'm hoping that he finally can, can sustain some consistent um, high play with Tampa Bay. But it always seems like he goes there as the backup, becomes starter, balls out, gets paid, doesn't perform, gets shipped out to the next team, and hopefully he can kind of find. I don't know. What do you? So if 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick continues to play like this, do you even play Jameis? I mean, like wait? this, what, yeah, what you, you play do? Fitzpatrick, but this is not sustainable. So you play Jameis because you got all that investment in him, right? You okay, might as well okay. trade Ryan Fitzpatrick okay. if it's like that, you know. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, they look really. The defense isn't bad either. When I was when we looking at them, that front seven, they've definitely beefed it we up. We have so. forty, so I don't hear that. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Um, but you you, you know, like the, games like that is very interesting because you know, towards the end, those like, not garbage time, but you yeah, know, it's a little bit. But you know, it still happened. Like and it would have happened. No, 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 it, was, it was happening. Like they were. It was in the first quarter. It was seventeen to you know something. Like in the first quarter, it was. It was high scoring, so that that game was no defense the whole time. All right. Nah. Um. Yeah. No. The, the the Bucks. I yeah. I definitely don't think it's something that's sustainable. I definitely don't think they're in the 
division picture at all. I still have Falcons, Saints, uh, Carolina as well, too. But we'll see. Uh, that Tampa Bay is definitely going to be a team we're going to keep our eyes on. Yeah. And um, also, you know, Falcons in the division as well. Speaking of, they went through a lot of injuries, uh, especially to their defense, um, Debo, um, meaning uh, Deion Jones and Keanu Neal, both on IR. I know Neal is going for the year. Debo might come back later. But that's going to blow their defense because those are two of their best players on defense, like consistent best players, heart and soul type. So we'll see if they're able to bounce back. But their morale is going to have to stay up. That brotherhood stuff, they're going to – they're going to hope to, you know, continue to be good because that can really blow a team. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like Devo De, uh, Deion Jones is, is on IR, so it looks like he's not going to. Well, they have the one that one IR that you can come back like week eleven. Yeah. Oh, oh, that like that like now mm-hmm. week one. Okay, I'm not sure which one they put him on, but whichever one, he's going to be gone for the extended. Period. That got that fumble, so they were able. Well, that, that popped the ball out, so they were able to get that uh, interception on that one play. It um, he looked pretty good. He looks like he following the same kind of like elk as Keanu Neal, as far as like the hard hitting is going to come down. Now he coverage safety than um, Keanu is, I will say, but he's not as good as in the run support, which is going to be something that they get hurt by like that that lack of run support but it's a, it's not it's not a bad replacement we'll see how it goes i i feel like Dan Quinn kind of has a little plan around them um people around that defense going to have to step up uh Vic Beasley is mm-hmm. one that's going to have to step up Duke Riley as well yeah Duke Riley Desmond Trufant he's de- 